Lego. Lego. Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Brick. I'm your host, Garrett, and today we're going to have another great designer interview, and this is going to be with Emel Lid, and better known as Full Plate Builds. And uh, Emel just wanted to say thank you for coming on today. We're really excited to have you on the show. It's my pleasure. Happy to be here. And uh, happy to have you. So we'll start off, basic question first. You know, tell us a little bit about yourself, just to get a good picture of who you are and definitely as a builder. So my name is Emil Lede. I'm from Sweden. I'm uh, 40. I've been building for about uh, six years now. What I like to build is uh, nature and organic builds very much into trees, building different trees, try to design different types of trees to make them look organic and natural. And it's really cool. I can't wait to talk about it because I have used these trees in some of my builds and I know a lot of other people have too, especially through your website, which we'll, we'll talk about. And firstly, I'd like to ask, do you have a sig fig? And if you do, could you talk to us a little bit about it? But if, if you do not, what, what kind of sig fig would represent you best, do you think? I kind of have a sig fig that I've been using. It's kind of what I started using when I got into into Lego. I started build for this uh, Guilds of Historica, which is um, it's a theme that you're building. It's a fantasy world that you're building uh, over at Eurobricks. So my sig fig was my uh, my knight there. So that's the face I've been using for, for a lot of my things. So I think like knight and nature and uh, all these kind of things is kind of what I thought I would be building most of the time uh, when I started. And still, most of the time, that's what I build. <laughs> now, does your minifigure have any utensils or would something represent that for you? Um, my minifigure has, he's just a knight in a cape. Um, I think he has a sword and, uh, and a cape. Yeah, basically. Now, as a designer yourself, would you change or add any of that to kind of represent what you build now? I don't know, really. Maybe I would do something that looks maybe a bit more like me. Or maybe since I'm into uh, nature and everything, I'll make a forester or something like that instead. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with uh, the sig fig that I've been using so far. Mm -hmm. So you said that you've been building most of your life. Do you remember when you first started and first got your first Lego set? Uh, so I built when I was uh, young, when I was a kid, one of the sets I really remember is the King's Castle 6080, I think is the number of it. And that was a rather big one for me back then. So I remember building that and having a lot of fun with that. But uh, then after that, I had a dark age of roughly 20 years until I started building again, which is uh, five to six years ago. And what brought you back to start building again? I think as many, many of them have found back, found their way back to Lego, it was through my kids. So basically my son, he his fourth Christmas, we got him some Lego. And then when I was sitting there building it with him, it just all came back. You know, that feeling of uh, looking through the instructions manual and started building. And then I just started to look online because now we have the internet and um, I wanted to see what other people built. And then what I came across was, I just thought it was so amazing, all the things I saw. 
And I was figured, you know, I can probably build things like this. And I want to build things like this. It's beautiful. Then how did that evolve for you into your landscape style? Because most of your builds now, as you said, kind of started with that castle, but evolved into landscapes and trees and nature. Yeah, I think it's what what uh, what I enjoy both in in real life. I would also I also enjoy nature and forest and hills and and these kind of things. So that's what I I don't get the chance to go out as much as I would want. So maybe Lego is one way to kind of immerse myself in something without actually getting the chance to always be out in the forest. I actually live in a in a very flat area where there's uh, not a lot of forest around. But I think uh, yeah, generally I just. I just like building it, and even even that was what fascinated me. Even from the beginning, when I built a bit in the night medieval uh, era as well. With these designs for your, you know, you have tree techniques. What inspired some of these trees? Are they trees you know of locally, or are you thinking of like specifically an oak or a maple or? Uh, I mean, I'm just thinking of trees now in my area, but <laughs> uh, yeah. definitely area in your area. I wouldn't say so, no. I think a lot of my tree techniques comes from looking at pieces that I have or new pieces and how could I potentially get this organic form because I think that's the main challenge with with trees to get the organic form, whereas a lot of Lego tend to be very blocky and a lot of right angles and uh, corners and things. And to make it look smooth and uh, often I just uh, I just see a piece and then I figure oh if I order a lot of them could I actually do something that looks uh, organic with that and that's in, in a way a lot of my techniques are not always super useful because they use a lot of the same elements sometimes very small and it's a lot of small detailing work but usually the res- yeah sometimes the result becomes very very nice i think that trees are hard because it's something we as humans we we know we have seen so many so we know instinctively how they should look and if they're off by a bit it's very easy to say oh this doesn't look natural it doesn't look right whereas a building a person can choose how to design a building and there's no exact right way or wrong way you can just say this is a different style but if something is off with nature and 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 trees people can usually tell that's true especially like you know when you're looking at a palm tree you want to have those ferns just right or a deciduous tree that's from winter you got to make sure that the snow is just right on top of that but it still looks like it with the pine and things like that yeah and you know you've been recognized by lego and had some of your designs in the lego house what was that like to have that opportunity Oh, that was that was amazing. It was a lot of fun. I, it was uh, so they had this. I think they have it every year now. I, I think they've had it three years where they have this uh, competition, usually in spring, where it's called uh, Decorate Lego House. So I remember the first one. I uh, I applied. I built three different builds for it, and two of them got accepted, so they got sent there. And then uh, the year after, I sent one. And then now this year i didn't have time to build anything unfortunately so it's right now i have nothing standing there but it's it's quite amazing especially when you go there yourself with your kids or family and then you can check out what you have and see that it's actually standing there amidst all the other awesome builds i mean it's it's a feat in itself to just have one in and you had two years running (laughs) so And and I believe the competition is like a nature scene or just design something that's built with nature. Um, and your builds are pretty 
you know, right nature based. So it, it yeah. definitely makes sense that they would be in, in there. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason it, it was at least the first two I remember it was nature. And I think alternative nature was the second part the second year. So it mm -hmm. was kind of up my alley. So it, it made sense. Yeah. And it's definitely funny because as you've seen, like everyone has to evolve and build in some way to make it that way. So you got to see some of the other people that got selected. So you could see different designs and styles as well that you could use for later. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot of great builders around and uh, it's, it's just fun to um, inspiring to look at what everyone else is doing. Now, for some of these builds, how long does it, would you say it takes? I guess a good one that I, I really enjoy and I've seen a lot of uh, just posted around the internet is your road trip build from 2018 where you created a twisted road through just some hills. And it's a micro scale style. So you've got some grass that looks like trees and then you've got the blades that you've also changed into trees. Right. Uh, so how long that takes? So that's the question. Yes. Yeah. Kind of where did the design come from? Like you said from your trip, but how did you like get it to this point? I think, um, well, it's, it's, it's a couple of years now. I think that that one I built, it took quite a long time to build that. I know I wanted to have like a, a natural, a road that kind of flowed with the landscape uh, rather than cut straight through it because that's part of the organic feel to it. And uh, I remember I just I bought like a lot of these green modified bricks with a with an axle hole in them because they have the hollow hollow stud on the top. And then I figured out a way to use these green flex spikes to look like a forest uh, or like pines. So I just spammed a lot of those over it and tried to make it look natural. I think that that's my first where it's a, quite a big landscape because it's 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 quite small as a micro even. And that was my, I, I felt that I was drawn more and more towards, I want to make big landscapes, but I, then you have to go down in scale a lot in order to build something big. Otherwise, it's going to cover your whole living room or something like that. So I just, I decided to, to go for it with that one and try to build the hills and try to figure out how would, how would like foothills of the Colorados look so little hills and try to get the color scheme right. There was a lot of experimenting with that one. So it actually, that one took quite a long time because I was kind of uh, going back and forth and trying to figuring things out while I was building. While some of my later builds have maybe I've been using techniques that I've already known for quite a while. Mm -hmm. uh, so you don't have to experiment as much. I, th I think it depends on what type of build it is. Sometimes you build something for an event or for a particular purpose. But this one was built just for myself to figure out how do I build a bigger sprawling landscape, but in a smaller, in a smaller scale. And you continued on with that too, because I mean, you have some larger builds, some larger forest styles, but then you have some micro scales that you've even gotten the opportunity to blend with your castle theme that you talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, do you, you want me? To, yeah, I can, I can talk about that. I was just going to say, <laughs> what? so when was it finally the time to kind of stroll back into that castle theme that you, you had earlier talked about? That's where you were going to only build and then somehow drew yourself to the nature side of things. I'm not really sure. I don't, I don't feel I have to go in that direction now. I think like I've been doing a lot of experimentation, like maybe the like a year ago around there i did a lot of experimentation there was a lot of 
trying different techniques and things rather than building builds. So I think it goes in waves. Like sometimes when I do a lot of uh, developing of techniques, then I want to use them after a while, and then I start building builds. But then if I do done that for a long time, then I figure oh, I have to come up with something new. So then I go back to it. So I, I don't think it's that I'm going in a certain direction. It's just there's a there's a spectrum of things that I enjoy doing. And uh, when I've done one thing a lot, then I do something else and then switch back and forth. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. You don't have to stick with what you're known for, but you know, broaden what you like to build because it just means that your techniques and ideas continue to grow and change. Right. And even uh, inspiration from others, I think, plays a big role in the Lego, in the whole Lego community as a whole, I think. I mean, everyone is seeing what the others are doing and are being inspired by it. And I can start uh, a whole new project just based on something I saw that someone else did. And I figured maybe I could do it this way or do something different or this led me in a certain direction. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what's great with the, with the community as well. And is that how you led to some of these builds that have musical uh, aspects to them? Um, yeah, you're talking about the Amazon build? Yes. Um, yeah, that was, uh, so it's actually uh, Bartu, uh, who is a violinist, a very good one, uh, who uh, contacted me. He, is, he has a Lego interest as well. So he was asking if, if I wanted to do this project together with him. And and yeah, I thought it sounded great. And uh, you know, building the Amazon is right up my alley, uh, trying to do some thick jungle, but also at the same time uh, depict like uh, the destruction of nature, which has been uh, a theme in a few of my builds before as well. Yeah, that was a, a fun thing, even though I'm not a, as an apt uh, musician as he is, but I, I also play music as well. So it, it was a fun thing and trying to see how you could uh, blend the two in the same project. Yes, and I see that like it's not just the forest builds, but you built kind of deforestation to go along with it uh, to to tie in that this is what happens. This uh, this is the ramifications of af the aftermath and when it's desolate and how the how nature right. has to take back. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful way to do it because it is simple. Just using the the bricks to build that story as well as the music. The music is great. He is very talented. And with these builds now, were they commission based or just someone he reached out to to talk about a project he would like to collaborate with? So this particular one was not commission based. It was just a collaboration between me and Bartu, um, something that we wanted to do. Or he approached me with it, and I thought it was a it was a great project, and I wanted to be a part of it. So we did, we just did that together. That's great. I think it's a great idea, and. Definitely a beautiful work by both um, people in this. Oh, thank you. And now with these builds, were some of them part of your process? Because so, I want to kind of move into your Lego Masters now. Were they some entries that you put into your application? Or how did, how did the application or coming about to even apply for Lego Masters start? So uh, this build was actually happening after Lego Masters was already done filming. So this was not my application to Lego Masters was not based on that. The Lego Masters Sweden was, um, I was approached about it in early last year. Uh, so it's been a long process, actually. There are certain steps there, but I, I cannot, I'm not allowed to talk about everything that happens there. But uh, right. it's, it's definitely a long pro process. And uh, 
it was a very exciting one. I bet. And how did you come up to be, or excuse me, how did you come to find your partner? Um, so uh, Peter, Peter Ilmrud, uh, also known as Zilmrud, which uh, I'm then teaming up with for uh, Legomos of Sweden. We uh, knew each other from before. Uh, we uh, were both part of the Swedish uh, Lego user group, uh, Swerbrick. And had been for for a few years, and he was also building for Eurobricks uh, Guilds of Historica. And uh, we found that we both were interested in in applying or joining Lego Masters, and we both didn't have a partner, so we decided to try to try to um, build together. We we both live in Sweden, but we don't really live that close to each other, so we haven't physically met except at uh, exhibitions and things like that. But we kind of had a feel for. How we, how we were and how what we like to build, so we figured it would work well. And um, yeah, I I felt we it was very good. We had good uh, synergy in our in our group or in our team. So I'm I'm very happy with having been able to share this with uh, Peter. That's great, and it is always nice to have a teammate that you know you have known but not known well, and then still get together and execute a nice build like the builds excuse me like those yeah yeah do you have a favorite build that you did during your uh time on lego masters well my favorite build was the last one that we did which i cannot share much about because it's not it's not out yet <laughs> yeah right it's on sunday but that's that's definitely my favorite build look out for that <laughs> I will. And this, the, I always love Lego Masters because it allows for people to change and, you know, use their skills to try to figure out the build because you guys don't really know the builds until you're there, correct? Right. And then usually how long do you, would you get to kind of come up with a design? We find out straight there uh, what it is. I mean, we don't get any uh, pre-knowledge about what is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we find it out there and then we know how much time we have and that's the time we have uh, we can use it to either build or or design usually you would put like half an hour to an hour on on designing it or come up with with what you're going to do i think i mean depends on how complicated it is but uh, yeah it's up to us how to use the time and uh that that definitely can be a challenge because you know you might get trapped in that idea. I've watched the American version. I'm guessing the Swedish version is pretty similar. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the the same format. So um it's I would say it's similar. I think uh, each each uh, country probably has their own little flavors, but in in much of the things it's similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all in all, you really enjoyed your time and would you recommend people to apply for it? Well, of course, this is is very stressful, um, uh-huh. and it's a lot of lot of time away from family, and uh, of course, you need to have time off from work. So it's definitely not something anyone, everyone can do. Um, so I was uh, fortunate that I was able to both take time off work, and that my wife was uh, okay with me going. So it's definitely an adventure, but uh, also have to be prepared that it's it's tough. It's really tough. You get really tired. In the Swedish version, if you haven't seen it, it's actually one team that had to leave midway because uh, he was too exhausted. Wow. So it's not it's not just being there and uh, and just building for fun. You have to build very different compared to how you build yourself normally at home. Mm-hmm. Where for me, you know, sometimes you have deadlines for a project, but it's nothing like this. 
and uh, usually you can sit around and you can uh, experiment and think about how do I solve this? How do I solve that? In Lego Masters, there's, you just don't have that kind of time. You have to be building pretty much all the time or you are not going to be done. Yeah, I was thinking about doing applying for our second season here in America. I'm just not very good with that. Yeah. Uh, the timing thing. <laughs> um, but I right. think it'd be a fun challenge for sure especially finishing yeah. some of these those massive builds that you would have to do or that creativity right. in in a quick instant. Yeah, it definitely it definitely tests you. For sure. And are you pretty good friends with all of the members that were there? I was I think I knew like a majority of them already or I knew all oh, okay. almost all of them. Uh -huh. Um a couple couple of them that I didn't know before but we're we're definitely very good friends now, all of us. So um, that, that was one of the biggest takeaways, I think, from LEGO Masters, that you get to know so many people. Because you've been in that kind of adventure for a so long time together, it's, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to build a friendship there. Yeah. And especially with all that stress that like you guys have to... You're going through right. the same thing. you got to lean on each other in some aspects. Yeah. 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 Which is nice. It's not just a you know, stab each other in the back competition. It's you, you all were friends, no. as you said before, and kind of build on each right. other. Yeah. yeah. And at, now that you're off the show and continuing to, to build, do you have anything that you're working on now that you're really excited about? Oh, I have a, I have a few things going on. I just finished a build for a, a local, my local municipality here uh, for an exhibition, a winter exhibition. So I built a winter landscape. Uh, for them that is now exhibited here uh, for three months in Lund. Of course, everything is different now with uh, COVID. So now instead of a regular exhibition, it's going to be exhibited in the in the city hall instead in two windows so people can go past and look at it instead. But yeah, that, that's what I just finished up like uh, a week or something ago. So now I'm uh, now I'm sorting my Lego table, preparing for the next thing. <laughs> So once the first one, once the build's done, it's on to the next one. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, I have a lot of ideas, but also uh, requests coming in as well. So yeah, it's um, always something to do. Always a busy time. And do you take this on as a full-time or is this more still a hobby? So uh, up until now, it has been a hobby. I've gotten some commission builds here and there, mm -hmm. um, but I'm actually going to take the the a half a year off and actually focus full-time on lego now and see how that goes so that's very exciting for me personally so oh i would say yeah. so that's we'll that's see. very exciting uh i i hope to yeah. i hope all the best for that because i hope yeah. and i've talked to a lot of people that have done that it's it's a fun experience and definitely something to enjoy with your passion to yeah. to build constantly yeah. Great. I, you know, I just wanted to say, first off, thank you again for coming on the show. I didn't want to take up too much of your time because I know it's late. Um, <laughs> but um, I just had, you know, one final question that I always ask. And, you know, as you've had Lego most of your life and being on Lego Masters and building and having now exhibitions and things, how do you think Lego has really changed your life? I think... It's probably before I kind of got back into Lego, I didn't realize that I had a artistic vein, so to speak, that I wanted, I kind of needed to get yeah, expressed in some way. And I think Lego gave me that, that possibility to 
to kind of uh, pour out my creativity, which I probably didn't have uh, such an outlet for before. And uh, how it has impacted my life is is in very many different ways. It's been a First and foremost, I think it's, a, it's a, such a good way to connect with my children as well. My, uh, for me, I don't know, this is probably not true for everyone, but for me, I share all my Lego with my kids. So we actually have a big uh, table with all our pieces and sorted and everything in the living room. So that's basically where I build. And we have a big bench there where we can all sit. So sometimes we sit like four of us there building together. So that's something that is important to me that this is time that I can share with my kids as well. And it's, it's a win-win for me as well, because it means that I can spend time with my family while still spending time on my hobby. And, um, you know, sometimes it's a, can be a bit of a hassle when there's too much of a mess and uh, they don't always sort everything up after themselves, but <laughs> I, it's definitely worth it. That's great to have that bond. You know, I, I don't have children myself, but we have a nephew and every time, you know, we see him, I yeah. usually get him a, a Lego and, it's fun as he gets older to to build and make that connection as his uncle. Right. And and definitely, you know, uh, with your life moving forward and now getting to do your own thing and build for the next uh, six months to see how it goes. I, I'm very excited just to to hear and see how that, that goes because you do great work. And I, I know a lot of people enjoy your tree okay. builds. Um, I do a lot of mini landscapes, so I like to see what kind of style tree you use for those. Um, and yeah. I, I wish you all the best. Uh, again, oh, thank you, thank you uh, for coming on, and for everybody listening, please check out his builds on Full Plate, Full plate Builds, builds. <laughs> and yeah. then you have your own website as well yeah. for FullPlateBuilds.com, and you can definitely contact him if you have any interest in some of his builds, but. Thank you again right. for coming on. And uh, I, to all the listeners, keep that creativity going and make those connections with people just as, just as you have. Yeah. And uh, for everybody listening, again, uh, if you liked this episode, please make sure to like and subscribe and definitely leave a comment. And if you're interested in coming on the show, leave me a comment here. So, And I'll leave you as I always do. Get creative, get out there, and go build something. <laughs>